Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. SliceOnBroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. Click the Fight TV link on WrestlingMayhemShow.com to support this show and watch pro wrestling, MMA, boxing, and so much more. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash WrestlingMayhemShow. Wrestling Mayhem Show, Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter in the Mayhem Studio in Pittsburgh, PA. For Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 566 Tuesdays, we've been doing this together, talking professional wrestling, having fun, having a good time. With me, uh, what a crew tonight that we have. First of all, OG Mayhemmer here in the studio is Chad the Shad. Hello. Hello. I would just like to say it has been six years since... uh since Edge had to retire today, six years today. All right, six years Edge. today. I got, got my Edge hoodie on, you know, in remembrance. He's doing good. He's, He's doing, doing good. good. Have you yeah. listened to that podcast yet? Not, not as much as I would like. I, I started listening to it, and I, I'm loving it. I, and I didn't think I could tack on another wrestler podcast, but I'm really digging. He has on his that. own podcast now. With the Edge and Christian has one. Christian podcast. Oh, so yeah, it's it's pretty good. If and it's you in reeks of awesomeness, in reeks of awesomeness it? and it's uh, if you like the humor of of uh, uh, their WWE Network show, uh, you'll probably enjoy this because it includes swears. I like yeah, so that's Larry, Mutilator Larry on the What's Twitter, up? joining us on the couch. Oh, look, there's some new stuff by you. What? What is that? That That's a Southpaw Regional Wrestling shirt. Yes, uh, another another gift from our friend Billy Johnson. With Simon Gotch on it. With Simon Gotch on it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the recently departed Simon Gotch featured on that t-shirt. Well, he's that's, probably going to Southpaw. He probably is. At least he's got, some, he's got a backup that's, plan, that's right? That's the rumor. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, Valeri's with then, us. He's got. Uh, is two hundred five live still on? It, it just cut to commercial. Uh, so far, we've had an okay promo from TJ Perkins and a pretty awesome match from Mustafa Ali and Brian Kendrick. Nice. Looking forward to watching yep. that later on. Also with us, you heard him there is Bobby F J Town. Well, he's, he's if you're on video, yeah. we got this weird still thing going on with him. Um, it's the computer, not him. Uh, it's but the it's the disembodied ha- voice of Bobby F J Town. What is the happiest face of Bobby F J Town? How yeah. you doing, Bobby in Johnstown, PA? I am doing mediocre. So no, oh, no. <laughs> is that a life response or is that a response to how you feel about wrestling today no that i that is definitely not a response to how i'm feeling about wrestling today the we'll we'll talk about it i'm sure but the greatest moment in, in raw history happened on monday oh yes it did we'll get into that <laughs> and at least it's in the last greatest. 15 years yes exactly yes also yes. with us he's coming with us uh, coming to us from philadelphia pa but we don't hold that against him uh the home <laughs> of extreme wrestling it is vaughn johnson uh with philly.com tell the people what you do out there what don't I do out here? I mean, I rescue people. I save lives. Uh, you know, I kiss babies, shake hands, and I write about wrestling for Philly.com, too. There you go. Thank Throw you so much. Thank you so much. Is this your third time on the show? Is that right? Man, I, I guess. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. It's been a while, but I think 
Three times is about right. And, that, and that's the rule. Three times, right? I think so. Welcome as an official co-host of the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's all it It's a three-time rule. Yeah. Uh, usually in studio sometimes, but, yeah, but, yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll make the, the case The rules are this. very relaxed. They, 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 yes, they are. Very much so. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Uh, I can't wait to get your insight on this. Uh, and if you guys haven't seen uh, on Mondays and wrestling nights, we're usually uh, going back and forth with uh, and sharing a lot of on stuff as well and uh, extending that conversation. I'm glad we could bring it here on the show uh tonight so uh speaking of which uh you guys can also become part of the conversation here live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com or wrestling mayhem show on the facebook page where we're live streaming every tuesday at 10 p.m eastern time unless i got to travel or some weird crap comes up uh but typically and uh you can also check out everything at wrestlingmayhemshow.com subscribe to the wrestling mayhem show on itunes stitcher spreaker iHeartRadio, and video versions on the youtube and the facebook page for uh the wrestling mayhem show you can drop us a line at that email address Good times. Good times at WrestlingManshow.com. Everybody's asleep tonight, man. 412 I, I, I needed myself. 412-206-WMS0 <laughs> or Twitter, Twitter at Mayhem Show as well. Thank you to our friends at the405media.com for carrying the live stream. I know we're, they're carrying us seven days a week at 9 p.m. Oh, Pacific right. time. Uh, it's midnight Eastern time. I see the tweets and get them shared whenever I... I, I'm around <laughs> to tweet them out. Uh, but thank you so much for uh, getting us in front of some new ear holes over there. And thank you to our Patreon supporters. You can pat- you can Patreon and support us as well at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Uh, the fan of the show, $1 a month level. Bo diggity! Woo! Uh, the man of a thousand ice creams, Ed Burke, the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation of Podcast Betterment, as Trey Gar of Breaking WordPress.com, and hey, Bobby of J Town, who's here, um, as well as the $5 a month pocky level that gets things like the Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold videos and the State of Mayhem videos. Tina Keys out there on the West Coast, Christopher Bishop, Mad Mike, henceforth referred to as the American Kevin Owens, or the Canadian Lance Cat. Moran, um, who also wanted us to point out that he shaved his beard the same day that Kevin Owens shaved his beard. Kevin Owens went baby face. He went, ba- he went baby, <laughs> yeah. Literally. Literally. In a few different ways. Uh, thank you so much to all those guys uh, for uh, gals uh, helping us up. Patreon.com slash Wrestling Mayhem Show. So, uh, it was time to shake things up! Yeah! Yes. <laughs> the roster shakeup uh, the last couple days. Uh, we just uh, got done watching SmackDown, of course, tonight. Uh, SmackDown Live and seeing people going back and forth. Um, I, where where do we stand? I, I, I guess like the first question is, who won the shakeup? Like, who who feels stronger for the moves that have been made? It was pretty even. You think it was pretty I even? Think, um, I think they evened it out. They, we're all got more individual superstars mm-hmm. and smackdown got more tag teams okay so it kind of evened itself out um raw had uh six or i'm sorry eight people and that's including tag team like individual tag like full tag teams and smackdown had seven um but smackdown also like in that seven they had three from the new day two from the shining stars right um, right you know so it was pretty even i was surprised like I went into SmackDown really bitching because <laughs> Rod took all the top people from SmackDown basically, right. and they basically used them like a farm a farm club. 
you know. I, I, I saw on Twitter somebody mention <clears throat> that Raw took like the big name talents because they're hiding the fact that their champion's probably not going to be there for a couple months. That that makes sense. It feels like it. Yeah, yeah it ma- it makes sense. And also, I I thought it was it was just that they were lazy and didn't want to develop any strong characters, so they just took the strong ones <laughs> like, from SmackDown. I think we're considering but, like, uh, SmackDown. Like it feels like we're like, considering SmackDown developmental at this. They point, are. Right? That's what it seemed. That's what it seemed like. You know, because I mean, if you look at the people that went over to Raw, it was Miz, one of the top heels on SmackDown, mm-hmm. Ambrose. Uh, Mickey mm-hmm. James and Alexa Bliss, mm-hmm. Bray, um, and then well, Kalisto and Heath. Hey, Kalisto is going to join the weights. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aside aside from those guys, um, I mean that's a lot of that's a lot of top talent, you know, from a show mm-hmm. that doesn't really have that deep of a roster to begin with mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and not to mention the the most shocking switches of byron saxon and uh oh, david Atunga. yes uh so i i i i well, i don't know i don't know i, I, I which I, is funny because we were on the raw wrap-up saying man i really hope they don't change anything up because i felt like raw's announced team was perfect at this point yeah they had it right. down but i i don't i don't feel like i don't feel like david really contributed much on smackdown no but but we can see if he can it, it'd be interesting to see if he can gel with like yeah you mean, you mean david Cole. pull cord to talk otunga <laughs> yeah he's a cardboard cutout um vaughn i know i know you i think you were on twitter uh uh once you know also trying to calm people that were freaking out that smackdown was getting kind of raided uh to see see what happened tonight what are what are your impressions after seeing what what did go down uh yeah i, I did have to kind of like put the, the fires out across the internet because people were just like, well, what's SmackDown going to get now? Because they assumed that SmackDown was just going to get raided, like you said, and, and Raw is going to get nothing. Well, SmackDown is going to get nothing but the Shining Stars, and that was it. It was like, no, they're going to try to keep these brands even. They have to now because part of the reason why SmackDown even is live is because USA wanted it to be that way. Mm-hmm. So if you want to appease your television partner, then we'll better put some stars on that show. And even before SmackDown started, they still had AJ Styles and Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, that's that's two people right there you can build around, and Baron Corbin. And I like Baron Corbin, so I, I think it's just about even. But uh, they brought I, I over. Like, oh, good. Yeah, but yeah, of course. And then they brought over Zayn and Owens and uh, Rusev, who I think is, um, you know, when he's when first. he's healthy, he's going to be great on SmackDown. And of course, the top woman in, on the roster, Charlotte, and yet the top are going to be the top tag team in a new day. So. Yeah, settle down, people. Like, I don't know why people were so outraged about what happened on Raw. As if, like, you know, they they had they were left with absolute trash. Like, no, they they still had even, like I said, even before tonight began. Nakamura, Styles, and Randy Orton, who's still the WWE champion. Last time I checked, so true. And Luke Harper, and still had Luke Harper. Yeah, exactly. Hanging out around there somewhere. He wasn't on tonight, though. It's kind of weird. He's out there somewhere, though. But you know, still got him. Still got the Usos. Still got American Alpha. They had a fantastic match tonight. So you know, when you have this type of thing, people are going to have to. Somebody's going to lose something, but they're going to get something back in return. So I think SmackDown got plenty back in return. I'm looking forward to watching both shows. I think fresh matchups are at least that's the the main thing I'm looking forward to is seeing some fresh matchups. A little bit of side step here, but it's always on, on Monday nights. I can count on like Vaughn. Lance Storm and Jimmy Corderas to be out there just settling wrestling fans down. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> you yeah, have like, to. Like, 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 you guys are always like, like the guys that pop up, like retweeting something, like, no, that's not right. Like, the bar a little bit too. Um, you know, it, you know, just say no. That's why would you even think that? You know, settle down, watch the show, let it, let it, let it unfold. You know, talk back, Mike I mean, off the bridge. Yeah, talk back, Mike off of the bridge. <laughs> yeah. uh, who, who said? Who said? By the way, because we were wondering, you know, because he wasn't on a wrap up last night. And he usually finds something to not like about Raw, which completely pisses me off every week uh, when I'm <laughs> loving Raw. And then I question myself and my considerations after I talk with him. But uh, he said he loved. He was, of course, there in person, and, and, and there was a lot of excitement around that. Um, that was a good raw to watch. It, it was, a, it, was, a, it, was. A, it had to have been a great one to watch live. Uh, right. it, it feels like we've extended that raw after Mania an extra week a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it more than last week's raw. Yeah, Kinda, really. I mean, what, I did. What I loved about it uh, no, was. No, no. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. Somebody's got opinions. You, got, you better go settle them down, too. Who's getting creamed here? And we're worried about the story in the paper tonight. Oh, jeez. Um, matches, keep, matches keep hitting home runs, so we're not, we're not sure. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Bobby. Um, what I loved about it, like, you didn't know who was going to come through that curtain next. Like, they didn't have, like, these pre-announcements like announcements for most of the talent that came over. Like, Alexa Bliss showing up, like, out of nowhere – had like one of the biggest pops of the night, which deservedly so because she's amazing. Um, a few a few thoughts um, about what's what, what the the superstar shakeup. I feel really bad for Eric Rowan. I don't because they just re- they just reunited him with Bray, and he had something meaningful to do, and now he's adrift alone in the island again. They gave him his old music back, which he had no reaction when he had that music before. But I mean, I just feel bad for the guy. He gives him a chance to develop on his own, though. You know, yeah, I mean, they put him in there with Randy Orton. When they gave him a chance before, it did not work. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's done, like, this face thing before, right? He and might team up with Luke Harper. Right? You never know. Maybe he's starting yeah, to yeah, new yeah. tricks. Yeah, 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 look what Luke Harper is, yeah. looks like a million bucks now and tucks in his yeah. shirt and he's like a new man. You know? <laughs> I mean, all fancy. He's all, he's all fancy. Um, dapper Luke Harper. Yeah, Dapper Luke Harper. He's going to have a fancy Another? hat and everything. Another note. What's that? Go ahead. Um, another note I had: uh, these shining stars no longer uh, travel agents. Now they work for United Security. They will they will reaccommodate SmackDown. <laughs> How many freaking wrestling memes I saw around the United stuff today? And they it were was all crazy. Perfect. And they're they're yeah, they're all like all relevant. Relevant. perfect, relevant, good stuff. And like Labar said, like if they bring Carlito in, if they would, like right there, those three could challenge the new day on SmackDown, you know? Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. They'd be like a a Puerto Rican New Day. I'm not looking forward to it at all. I mean, sorry, I'm just not into the shining stars. I even said as much on Twitter, and and, and Road Dog of all people was, was laughing at my reaction to it because I was like, "Yay, it's the shining stars!" And I put a meme up of a guy going like, "Really?" And even Road Dog was like, "Come on!" I'm like, "Hey, look, man, I'm not lying." It's a maybe, maybe they should start spitting apples hey. on people, all of them. Yeah, there you go. It worked. It worked before, right? It worked for Carlito. At least, yeah, at least they're just wearing jeans this time and not like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, so they at both, least they look so they like, both like they both like Bart Gun now. Great! <laughs> oh my God! If they would have brought the shining the, the, the gun, shores, 
They're the is, shining guns. Shining guns. Is, yeah. there, is there a sale on dark jeans and black tank tops somewhere? Because like Harper got it, the Shining Stars got it, Ambrose. <laughs> Is the they like? Is yeah. there like just some store? only available at Kmart, right? <laughs> and WWE. It must be, must be that Kmart deal <laughs> yeah, they got, yeah. where they're just, hey guys, listen, we got a bunch of dark jeans and they still had like three Ambrose. It'd be SmackDown Levi's instead of SmackDown Live. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they gave everyone a choice backstage what to wear: either either tap out gear, uh, suits, or 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 the black uh, or the Kmart blue light uh, special. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. What's it gonna be? Um, but I this is this is what I I have the only problem I have I thought the shakedown went pretty well the only problem I have is that it was poorly executed to the fans and maybe that's why they were upset someone Monday they didn't say what they were doing at all they didn't say if yeah, it was going to be trades they didn't mm-hmm. say if it was going to be a draft everybody kept calling it a draft but it wasn't a draft they didn't say if these were that what they should have just done is a combined super show where they're kind of both there for two nights and then just said these were everybody's contract was free agency and everybody got to kind of wine and dine and pick where they wanted to go. That way you could have people coming on and say, Hey, I'm staying here. Hey, I'm going here. Hey, I'm staying here. Surprises. I, I want to touch on the uh, chat room here real quick. Uh, since we don't have producer Misty, she's going making the world safe again in Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> so taking the cue from Vaughn here. Uh, but uh, uh, Tina's out there. He said to our internet comments earlier, says it's easier to settle down my kid about wrestling than a grown adult. Uh, yeah, that seems about right. Uh, let's see. Um, wrestling plus United equals gold. Uh, the SmackDown women's division took a huge hit, though. Sharsha uh, doesn't add up to Alexa and Mickey. I disagree with that. You know, we talked about disagree that. With that. V- vehemently disagree with that. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I really think like Charlotte, you know, okay, I think she's done most of what she can do there. Um, step aside, let some other people grow. And like Charlotte yeah. against anybody could make any of those girls sitting there on that roster, right? Yeah, Tamina would, could be an awesome badass. Oh like, my god! Tamina could be the Nia Jax of yeah. SmackDown yeah. if they do it right. And what if mm-hmm. no one's saying that Ember Moon or uh, or um, Oscar could come up to SmackDown I want Asuka tonight. at any time too? I mean, that could strengthen their division even more than right. Um, uh, Liv Morgan, no, no. <laughs> uh, or what, what's the it, what's it, the two the two? Um, uh, oh, oh, the iconic duo of Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Royce. Yeah, yeah, of course he yeah. knows that. They've one. been uh, they've been getting pretty popular. <laughs> yes, I would I, I They saw you the other day. Well, and the other thing is, how many people showed up SmackDown? And we're like, eh, I don't know, but how many people do we care about now that we did not at the beginning of the Raw split or the the the, the roster split? Right. So so yeah. I've I've looked at it like, listen, you know, I think we're going to kind of shake our heads at some of these moves to SmackDown, but it's like, okay, what can SmackDown as it is now? Road Dog, hey, yeah. uh, do with a Tamina, do with a lot of these girls here in this new configuration with Charlotte as like being the badass heel, you know. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, she you get yeah. Charlotte versus Becky again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that that can carry that until we build some of these other girls up. Um, also, Lana dancing her way into the women's division apparently uh, that we saw tonight. Um, so I guess she's doing her own thing. She's but, doing Emelina's thing essentially, and yeah. just like, yeah, I'll take that ball and pick it up from here. Yeah, it didn't work out for her, so <laughs> here we go. Um, and the belt switched. How about yes. uh, the Drifter showing up on Raw? Yeah, we're still yeah. getting very it. Briefly. I was hoping very briefly. I was hoping he'd walk through SmackDown the night too. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was so just kind of wanted that. Too. everybody even more. It was so fleeting, thought, you know. I thought that was awesome. The first time he walked up through the crowd and and they didn't even acknowledge him. I thought they could have did that for weeks and just kept yeah. having him there, like on some yeah, yeah, weird yeah. Mortal Combat type thing where he's like a se- almost like a cheat code or something like that. He's like, oh, did you see him? Did you see him? Yeah. But they, then they ruined like, it later in the night when he walked out of the like it's when she first debuted. She was in the stands like that. Yeah. yeah just, uh, what did we say? Well, they said there's a Sasquatch of WWE. I think I saw a guitar. Is that, is is that, that the Drifter? Is it the Drifter? I don't know. The photo's out of focus. And now the mention, he comes <laughs> out. So, like, 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 the segment broke me because it was Elias Sampson, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, you know, friend of the show here, Corey Graves, now our friend of the show, and the Hardys in the segment who were just here this past weekend. I was just like... This is a weird like like cross section. <laughs> if you got him in the crowd going back and forth, how many foam guitars could you sell and just have people yep. in the crowd? Little banjos. Almost like Cesaro sections or whatever. <laughs> just just I see a bunch of guitar guitars everywhere. <laughs> and he just he just comes out of people like, Oh hey, what's up? <laughs> or just or drifting around. So, so people would be throwing change at him. Yeah. That for me. I really think they could have done something with that, just having him walk through every week. He's not Dennis Gregory. That bum. Yeah, you was walking through. Like, why is he on two hundred five live walking through? Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. why not? I mean, just uh, just checking things out. I mean, you're you're watching you're watching uh the road the road trip show and and yeah. he's just like walking down the <laughs> side of the road. Oh, <laughs> they picked him up. <laughs> if some, <laughs> if somebody picked card. him up, I mean, I just see this like like what wait. Heck, who is that over there? You just like see the shot from the side of the road, you know, of, of like this guy that looks like, dr- but you don't like like settle on him. It's just like you pass him at full speed, right? And you just like see the the the, the form of him, kind of like that first kind of walk by that happened, right? Because Mike was messaging me, and he's like, he's like, I think Elias Sampson's here. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I don't think it was on camera, but he's just like in the crowd. I'm like, are you just sure it's just not around. like a cosplay fan or something? I mean, he's pretty over after that uh, uh, vagabond thing a couple weeks ago. You the X Files music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he starts, starts, starts squatting in the Foley house. Please, Mick just, would give him his bed. He's the only, he's the only one left in Legend's house. Just, yeah. you know, like, That's hey, his nobody, house now. Nobody, nobody else is using it. They sold it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the Santa room only because you have a beard. Every WWE Network segment, you just... <laughs> they even have a crawl of him. You'll be watching something. He just crawls across the bottom of the screen. <laughs> I want to see him just go down, go down like in the middle of a match with a uh, shopping cart, and just like take the bell or just something random from down by the announcers and just walk away yes. with mm-hmm. it. Just like what? he just walked off with the bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I go back? So this isn't so probably so much draft or whatever shakeup uh, related. But uh, Simon Gotchaf, of course, got let go this past week. But we returned, like, about two gimmicks ago to Aiden English. Yeah. That was amazing. Singing, which I think, one, it's most he's ever gotten since he's been on SmackDown. Um, It sticks out. And even if he's fodder for these other guys, I think it it makes him unique, right? Yeah. It was a mutual. scarier than Eric Rowan's. (laughs) Maybe. It was a mutual decision. I, I thought for Simon Lilith. Yeah. yeah, I thought he. he yeah. I guess he. From what the statement said, that they reached a mutual agreement to let mm-hmm. him go. But th- th- that's one thing that's nice. There's a lot of opportunity that that, that, that any of those guys can just say, "Ah, we're done," you know, and and, and yeah. go to the Indies and, and do something before yeah. instead of just sticking around and collecting a paycheck. So, um, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> well, Billy wanted RJ City to come out for the Aiden English segment. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, RJ City, uh, another indie guy, he was featured actually on um, Art of Wrestling. We had him on the Indie Mayhem show as well. Uh, actually had a good match with uh, Mr. Kennedy. I'm yeah. sorry, Anderson. Let's not uh, get him Anderson. sued Anderson. at IWC this weekend. Um, Heavy rain. <laughs> but he used to do the singing thing. I actually was doing a little bit of the singing thing still before. Oh, kind of popped up on NXT, huh? Dalton <laughs> Castle showed up on SmackDown. Tonight. No, that was Charlotte. I oh, told oh, you. Right. I told you. You're right. Charlotte. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the taller, taller Dalton Castle. Taller, taller <laughs> Did you see? Speaking of, did you guys see their Twitter exchange? Mm-hmm. No. It yeah. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the good. boys tweeted at her and said about if you ever need somebody to to be your boys, and she's like, "Oh, I'd love that." And Dalton's like, first I lose the title, now this." <laughs> yeah, amazing. he's like, "Don't you, don't you talk to my boys?" It's like Monday after yeah. Raw or uh, after WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, good points, Brandon. Saying uh, the Ascension never showed up uh, on either show. They're too bad being the surf dudes. Yeah, they're, 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 they're stuck on that. Ten dollars shirt. Yet. They're getting tans. They're getting tans, so they can it, come back as the surf dudes. I hope they. That would be so fantastic. Come back as surf dudes with attitudes. Surf dudes with attitudes. Instead of the face paint, it's sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Just like the the, the, just like the sunscreen notes. on the nose, yeah, yeah. That's all they need to do, and let, um, maybe do the creepy eyes. I mean, thing. they really just need to do the old John Laurinaitis, Shane Douglas gimmick, right? Yeah, the, yeah. the, the, the what was this? What was that? The dudes with attitudes, right? Yeah, dudes Shane with Douglas attitudes. Attitudes. Yeah, or yeah. no dynamic dudes. That's what they dynamic were. Yeah. Dudes, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a ramp. There's a big. There's a big ramp for them all to skate down, like on every show, no matter what they're on. You know, oh, at this point, ramp. That WrestleMania ramp. <laughs> oh my God. Somebody would have died so when on they that. Eighty-eight thing. miles an hour as they go back to the eighties. South Park Regional Wrestling. Well, the stage, the stage, <laughs> stage did catch fire. Did it really? It did. It did. Yes. And it produced what? It produced burn too. That looked like a snake. What's that, Vaughn? And it produced burn that looked like a snake during Randy Orton's entrance. Yeah. He impreg- impregnating Viper. <laughs> yeah, he impregnated. He impregnated the ring. That was the weirdest. And then it produced snake. worms. Oh no! The uh, the stage caught fire after Undertaker's pyro. Yeah, at the end oh, of the really? pyro. Yeah, yeah. That's the best match for it to catch fire, I guess. It was at the end yeah. of the night, so yeah, that was good. Not as many people walking well, it, down it. Well, I, I kind of like had this in the back of my head because I remember last time they were in that stadium. Like some of the pyro misfired and went in the crowd in the upper bowl. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. So I it, it, like I was just like, I wonder if something's going to happen tonight. And then, then I heard about that like an hour afterwards, and I'm like, holy crap! There was pictures of smoke yeah. billowing. They're like, yeah, they got under control, but yeah, it looked like the entire like one side of the stage was on fire. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what the announcer thinks says Tina. Any thoughts with Morrow being done with WWE? Uh, plenty of thoughts. So the story, as I know, like look, Morrow's Morrow's gone. Right, still under contract, still under but contract, not but not on television, still not likely coming back. Um, there was talk about him being uh, apparently he's bipolar, and this has come. This is conjoined with the thing with uh, 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 Justin Roberts. Was it has a book yeah. coming out, and he talks about the bullying nature of JBL. Yeah, they need to send JBL on a garbage barge away for everything. <laughs> And how <laughs> so, and to to further make things interesting, you have uh, apparently Dave Meltzer calling out Jonathan Coachman on ESPN. That was so weird. Yeah. Uh, about about this, uh, about how it needs to be brought up, 
And uh, to the point where Coachman said that he is going to no longer cover WWE on ESPN. Like, that doesn't mean that WWE is done with ESPN. There no. was, there was, he He's mentioned the other person. verticals. So like the websites and everything like that are still going to cover it as they usually do. He just, with, I guess that means WWE on ESPN as a regular segment as they had been doing for those interviews. He is, will not is, be. Is, yeah, he yeah. will not be uh, connecting that. I guess they're getting rid of the off. Was it off the rope segment? Yeah, I, I guess. Called? I guess that's what that is. So, yes. and this has turned into a big conversation around that. As, um, as reading those, that conversation, it's, it looked like Coach had like a crisis of conscience halfway through. Yeah. Like either he didn't know all about it and then looked into it. And then like as he came back, he's like, ah, you know what? I'm not saying anything. I'm not going to say anything at all from now on. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to distance myself from this. I'm going to go report on golf. I'm done. <laughs> well, he was like, he was like, he was like a, I'm going to go report on golf for my, where my, where my, my, my knowledge doesn't get questioned or something like that. Yeah, it was just like, like so less, go ahead, Vaughn. Less, con- less contentious than wrestling because you know, <laughs> no, nah, we we can be, we can just be ruthless to people on Twitter. I know that happens on golf Twitter, but it doesn't definitely happens on wrestling Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just a lot of claps on golf Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> stern, <laughs> stern wags of the finger. Yeah. Just a lot like, of clap emojis. Occasional, like, alli- occasional alligators. That's it. That's it. That's I heard um, <laughs> Morrow does have uh, a booking for like sometime in April. He's doing. He's announcing for a boxing match. Yeah. Sometime yeah, in do- April. He's still doing that. So I didn't. I don't know if he was doing that. Like that was already like worked into his contract already. Yeah, or? He, he can. He can do MMA and he can do oh, he can? Uh, Showtime boxing. Wow. Yeah. That's surprising. So, yeah. Well, you gotta think yeah. he only works like I think he basically only works like. Smackdown. One to two nights a week, yeah. pay per view, right? So, you know, I, I that, that that stinks. I don't know, you know, and, and I haven't seen like any confirmed report that this is happening. Like everything is like pretty much people. And Vaughn, tell me if I'm wrong here, but it sounds like people just drawing conclusions between the Justin Roberts situation and kind of hearsay over what's happening with Morrow. Uh, supposedly there might've been a Twitter conversation with JPL or comment or something like that. that got deleted. But I, I, again, I don't know the details beyond that. That's the thing. No one really knows the details of what happened between JBL and Morrow. It's mm-hmm. a lot of what, I guess that's, that's what the most speculation is coming in. I mean, a lot of other stories about JBL have been told in the past or either confirmed in the past. So that's not really, I don't mean, it's, it's not just, new. This is a weird situation. Yeah. Overall. I know Morrow deleted like all mentions of WWE on a, social media stuff like that like he doesn't have it like under his bio or anything like that so uh so take that for what it's worth i mean he, they might mend fences and bring him back but mm-hmm. may not yeah. want to come back uh tina tina's bring a uh, bring up a point here you know uh as it should uh launching an anti-bully campaign for children and you have this is, is pretty pretty telling uh you know how and you have an issue with it yeah if this if there is a bullying issue with this, that's coming to light, especially with a book like this, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't connect with your what you're doing. It didn't sound like that. That was like a major part of the book, though. I think that's just why like the newspapers picked it picked it up. It, it was like it was like a fleeting yeah, like mention. It was a released con- excerpt yeah. that included. Yeah, that was the most controversial yeah. part of the book, but that's not this, this his entire book. No. no, I got Justin Roberts before the book came out, so I didn't know what was actually in it. But he talked about how you know it was about his trials and tribulations of being in WWE, you know, some of the things he went through and I asked him, would he want to go back? And he's like, no, because they didn't treat me well there. He talked about how, how easy it is to get heat in WWE and how it's like a constant fear of uh, losing your job there. 
But he also talked about, you know, hey, my book is also about a positive story. You know, I, I made my dream come true and going from, you know, a kid that's a, a wrestling fan in Chicago and becoming a ring announcer and, and announcing, you know, some of the biggest names in the history of wrestling, The Undertaker and John Cena and you name it, Ric Flair, all these guys that he got to announce and stand in the ring with for some of the biggest shows in wrestling history. So it's, it's a bit of both. I don't know how much of the book is about his bad times in WWE, probably a good chunk because he's there positive. for 10 years. Yeah. 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 And so, I think we, we've seen that like a lot of these stories with people up in there and left. Like it, it's just, mm-hmm. I mean, I think, you know, a wrestling slash corporate culture, you certain personalities are not going to thrive there. Right. Yeah, like and, that, that, and there's nothing wrong with the person on either side necessarily. Um, you know, but, but some people are like, I love it. You know, everybody's good, good, good with me. You know, especially if you talk to uh, somebody like a Seth Rollins or somebody that's doing well, right. They have yeah. a good relationship with everybody. And that's really important. I mean, it's always important to have a relation, good relationship with your boss, you know, to, to kind of work right. through the, the business of something you want to do. Right. And speaking of the like, boss, like, uh, the, uh, at the end that the article I read, I think, uh, Matt Carlin's was the original person I got the shared thing from. But at the end, it says um, Vince McMahon. There's a piece about it was a Justin Roberts thing. He lost his yeah. JBL got somebody to steal his passport, take his passport. So he had to like do all this run around to get home and whatnot. And uh, at the at a meeting, Vince McMahon joked about no, you know just to him as he was passing him like, "Hey, don't lose your passport." So it was kind of like a. Uh, Vince was it's looked, on the joke. Yeah, it, it it's funny. looked it's looked down upon. But, yeah, you know Vince McMahon may kind of eat that stuff up. Yeah, yeah, uh, but which it, makes again, it difficult if you are a weird the, personality. If so, you're on a yeah. negative end of that, it's hard to jump over that hump. To, and also, if you're in a position where you're you're not like a major talent, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like you're, you're expendable. I mean, if that would happen to like somebody like Seth Rollins or even even like a mid card wrestler, you know, you know what I mean. Like people would respond to that in like in the corporation uh, more defensively and like say, "Hey, don't do that," you know. Mm-hmm. Whereas if Justin Roberts gets pissed off and throws a punch at JBL, not saying it would make sense for him to do that at all, but like he would, he'd probably get fired, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. instead of yeah, it just getting like diffused yeah like like matt mccarthy said it's not for this thin-skinned no he used to be a writer there and he said that like every 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 way you turned you had to watch what you'd say you know it's it's just like you were you were always paranoid basically mm-hmm. yeah there's always a sense of paranoia there and mm-hmm. sense of like they say walking on eggshells and that sounds mm-hmm. almost cliche to discuss about WWE, but that's apparently the way it is. I mean, and it's still that way to this day. Uh, I don't know why it is that way. I mean, that's just how Vince McMahon likes to run his company. There are po- maybe there's some positives to it. Maybe you make sure everybody's doing a job, everybody's staying in line, and make sure things are getting done if people are uncomfortable. Uh, but that can be mentally taxing as well for people. You know, you want people yeah. to, especially in the creative environment, because that's what you're doing in WWE. You're not just it's not just a sport per se that you're putting a bite on the line, and you're creating things. You're creating entertainment so in a creative environment i don't want to be all nervous and stuff like that i'd rather be relaxed and you know and, and express my ability to create so uh like i said i said on twitter this on twitter a bunch of times you know this conversation about the bullying it's not just about jbl i think it'd be unfair to, i think he's an easy target 
because people already kind of aren't fond of JBL as it is because of his commentary, maybe because of things they heard about him in the past. But um, it's a wired, it's much broader conversation than just JBL. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a look at WWE as a whole and how that company operates. I mean, when I, like I said, when I interviewed Justin Roberts, he didn't mention one thing about JBL. He just talked about the hierarchy of WWE. He talked about the higher-ups. He talked about how they put the the clamps down on you in certain ways. He didn't say one thing about JBL before that book came out. And like I said, I think that after stuff that are coming out, that's when JBL became the target. But uh, like I said, it's, it's a, it, it has to be a broader look at WWE as a whole. And even wrestling, because this isn't just WWE. This mm-hmm. ribbing and and sort of bullying is part of it's been a part of wrestling. I mean, you look at how the people got broken into the to the wrestling business as a whole. Just that sketch. Yeah, they literally got broken in. They got their faces broken. They got their ribs broken. Hulk Hogan had his leg broken, and that was to test you to see if you really wanted it. And they weeded out the weak and kept the strong. In some ways, today that might be looked at as hazing and bullying. Back then, that was just part of you know wrestling. So that's a wrestling cultural raw. And I also wanted to think that it's important to distinguish between bullying and a prank. Because mm-hmm. pranking, that's just, that can be innocent, that can be fun, especially if it's, you know, the person involved, people involved can take a joke. Bullying is something, I think, way more malicious and it's more over time, not just one incident. Uh, it, you know, it, it usually has negative effects on people, whereas, you know, I think we should definitely distinguish between the two because people were kind of throwing in coach's face when he said he didn't have any, he didn't know any bullying culture in WWE, but people were like, well, wasn't you, wasn't there a time where Vince tried to act like he got you arrested and you were crying? I was like, well, that's, that's different. Cause that's, that's, that could be a prank. I don't mean he was trying to bully coach. He just got pranked and he took kind of took it a little too serious with, with coach. And that was a little stiff, but that don't mean it was, a, it was an act of bullying. That was just a, a prank that in theory sounded funny, but coach, you know, thought he was going to jail and started crying. Mm. I probably would have cried too if I thought I was going to jail. No, Vince did that six days in a row. That's bull. Yeah, exactly. That's something <laughs> different. That's that's yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah making if, you think you're getting arrested every day because you're yeah. running an, an illegal gambling ring. That's something way different. Yeah, and that and that story has been told on WWE Network. That's on like WWE Storytime. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's it has. Out there. yeah. So, that's so public information. Um, Tina's uh, had some comments in the chat room. Morrow had been open about his mental struggles. Ironically the, enough, AJ Brooks' book just came out about her mental struggles while being in WWE. Uh, it says you know everyone's everyone's triggers are different. You know, again, yeah, you know. I mean, that, a certain type of uh, person that can really that can really eat you up. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like um, he was saying earlier that just if you're if you're a person who is relaxed, some people can feed off that that pressure. Some people it'll crumble, and some people can toe the line and you know be that be that 50 50 and you know shut off when they go home and mm-hmm. turn back on and stuff and other people unfortunately it it gets them you know it's it's a little like it's like kryptonite it'll it'll eat them and you know they could have real good personalities and real good creative ideas and stuff but sometimes they just can't have that that extra you know social interaction or whatever they need I mean, you see that across all forms of media, you know, television, uh, movies, uh, even artwork and writing books and stuff, all kinds of, all kinds of stuff. All right. Well, on that note, uh, we're going to 
get into the big question in a moment, but first I want to give a shout out. Uh, first of all, there's a couple of different ways you guys can check out wrestling. Other than WWE, people have been uh, popping all around here. One is a link over in the Fight TV app over on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Sign up there. You get a little kickback. It supports the show here if you want to uh, participate in that. We really do appreciate it. So great stuff. Even if you, uh, so much as you want to check out Ring of Honor TV or ICW Wrestling out there in England. Uh, and of course, pay-per-views like the most recent uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-views over WrestleMania weekend uh their last deport, uh, appearance with ring of honor before popping up at wrestlemania the next day uh it sounds like it was a great match with the young bucks um and uh also check out our friends at indie wrestling dot us an affiliate here with the wrestling ma'am show and sorgatron media uh there you can uh check out all kinds of stuff and we're actually running a promotion right now if you're especially if you're in the pittsburgh area if you follow us on twitter at us indie May, i'm sorry us indie wrestling i almost pulled a i almost told a pulled a nick lindell he, he was he was, <laughs> he was promoting us on friday night at uh at the wheeling casino for iwc and he kept saying like talking about our, our dvd table and say hey make sure you go over to the indie mayhem.us dvd indie table mayhem. i got him on the instagram uh, uh say it the right way to just make sure uh for you guys following <laughs> us over there uh but uh, uh check that out if you sign up again follow the twitter us indie wrestling or indie wrestling us um facebook uh in the next uh, uh month i think we're going to be running it uh there's a chance to win two tickets to iwc super indie it's going to be just here south of pittsburgh um a lot of big things that was headlined uh, the finals of the tournament last year were Jonathan Gresham and the walking weapon Josh Alexander, um, who uh, Alexander was ripping it up before he got kind of stuck in Canada. Uh, but uh, yeah. uh, Gresham yeah. has been doing some great stuff and popping up on Ring of, Ring of Honor as well. He's also going to be part of the welterweight uh, tournament that's happening in Cleveland uh, that we're going to be uh, talking about uh, next week with Joe Dombrowski. Uh, Joe Dombrowski's promotion, Premier Championship Wrestling, which uh, features some of the last matches of Johnny Gargano um, and a lot of other great stuff going on up there. Uh, those are all being carried, of course, on IndieWrestling.us. And we have the call and Indie Mayhem Show interviews. Uh, so much great stuff is going to be coming up on Indie Mayhem Show uh, here on IndieWrestling.us, including talks we had uh, this past weekend with uh, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, as well as uh, Ken Anderson and talking about his new wrestling school out there in Minnesota and uh, some old friends of the show like Jock Sampson and his ta- new tag team and uh, and some other people. And we have some cool stuff lined up as well, uh, still scheduled to, to be recorded. So please check out everything at IndieWrestling.us. We'll be right back after this with the big question. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. Superfly. Superfly. <laughs> I wish you just came out to that music. You know? That'd pop every time. She a boot, man. She's like, come on! And I don't know if it was because they were upset that it wasn't Charlotte or, Charlotte or uh, Sasha. Like, you feel bad for Tamina at that point, but, right? Yeah. I swear. Well, Shane McMahon entered. Was, he, 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 he set it up. But like, I, I feel bad that they put Tamina in that position. Yeah. yeah. It, I, don't, I don't know how much of it was that and how much of it was like over the controversy with her dad, too. I don't think that's... I don't think that's like... That against her. I, I think it's just like, that's not Charlotte. Screw you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hope you that's know. all it was. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, yeah. But I, it was a good way to bring her in as a heel. Yeah, it, if they yeah, were doing yeah, that, we don't know if she's heel or I not. I can't imagine her not being a heel. Yeah, it's the way she was looking at Becky Lynch and Becky Lynch looking at her. Yeah, I think so. 
Wrestling Mayhem Show already in progress. <laughs> At Sorgatron on the Twitter. It's the cold open. That's what it is. It's it's the I don't know. We're trying something different. But live uh, from New York, it's set. Live from the Mayhem Studio. It's Tuesday night. Larry on the couch, hanging out. Chad the Shad. Hello. Bobby F. Johnstown. And Von Johnson of Philly.com. Check out his wrestling column over there, hanging out. How, how, how's your team doing out there? Uh, which one? Which one are we talking about here? We've got plenty of teams. We've got a lot that? more teams in Pittsburgh, actually. we got the, well, the Sixers. Yeah, they got I mean, a bright future. They yeah. got the Eagles. They got a good quarterback there. They got the, they got the Phillies. Who, they got Clopper tonight. I'm going to talk about them. We got a soul. The, the, they're the defending Arena Football League champions. Uh, pretty our okay soccer team that hasn't won a game yet, but it's okay. They'll bounce back at some point. And they got a hockey team, too, that just beat the pants off the, the Penguins a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. golf. What, hour, in, the, they? in the in the uh, stadium series game, I, in the, I think the, <laughs> in the two games after that, beat them both times. <laughs> oh, You're I opened operating. the floodgates there, didn't I? Um, anyways, <laughs> let's talk about game. the real subject that matter, not real <laughs> sports, and uh, the big question for tonight. Uh, so we are through, and I don't know if there's any late uh, delayed uh, after show changes that have been made. But we've seen the uh, superstar shakeup for both shows, and the big question this week: What one more pick, one more move you'd like to make that wasn't made that you think would would, would shake things up a little bit more? Brandon in the chat to start us off says he would switch the crowds for both nights. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. I so, love the crowds. Better than the other. I, I wouldn't want the raw crowd at all. No, you no, didn't? they were terrible. What was wrong with the Raw crowd? I, it was it because Mad Mike was out there. Yeah, they're very quiet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> very quiet. Wait, 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 for in the first what second segment of the show, they're already chanting CM Punk. I I tweeted out, he's not there. <laughs> he's never there. He left us. I think that was the best reaction Roman's gotten in months. <laughs> Might be. <laughs> It wasn't. What's you, Vaughn? It, it, was, it was for his potential death. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah was, he deserved. Was it, it some? Was it you, Vaughn, <laughs> or somebody else that was tweeting? It was like, man, they really made Braun face there. No, I yeah. just, I, I didn't tweet that specifically, but I said he's my favorite wrestler of all time now. Because <laughs> how could he not be after that? I mean, that was. How could you not cheer for somebody that badass? I said the crowd wanted me back over when they chanted "You deserve it" to Roman. Though. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I was crying. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Where does where does Roman go from this? To the hospital. He goes to the hospital, has six like, months of recovery time, and then comes back and gets the, booty the, again. The local medical facility, as they say on WWE TV, not the yeah. hospital, not a hospital, He's gonna come back and be the uh, the conquering hero again. He's gonna be like, "Oh, look at the comebacks, Roman! He's now stronger than ever." And he and he topples the man who damn near murdered him Monday night. It's like the earthquake when he crushed the ribs of Hulk Hogan, and we said, "Get well, cards." Yeah, but everybody liked eating their vitamins and saying their prayers. (laughs) What I don't understand. What I don't understand. They went from my yard now. To, to, ah, uh, gee, I, I don't know. I, I respect the Undertaker, and I, I'm sorry for what I did. And, and why? Just have him own the fact that he retired the Undertaker. He got a have little. Be, he was a little too heel <laughs> that night after uh, WrestleMania. They, they, so they, well, they then leave him like bit. that. People were starting to like. Oh, that was cool. That was a good. That was his best promo of all time. Yeah, best it, promo, and it was it, it was. 
this is my yard now. It was the most real thing we've seen on WWE in the last Except for that 17 years. <laughs> uh, Carlin says we will get a, will we get uh, Roman News Network updates? I th- maybe we'll get Roman Yard updates. Like, I think he, he got this yard, and then they were like, well, we got to put a new sewer line in here and uh, some drainage dishes. <laughs> we got to tear all this now, up. Then we have to put like, an idea for a new. You just gave him an idea for a new show on the, on the, sh- like, on the show, like Ms. TV, Roman's Yard, Roman's Backyard. You know? Yeah. It's just like going to have his own segment. Sponsored by Home Improvement. All right. So now, <laughs> so let's get it. Let's do it, let's do it together. Piper's Pit, the highlight reel. Biz TV, Roman's backyard. Roman's backyard. He's just—he's he's like uh, the guy from what was this guy Saturday Night Live fellow something like that. It's like him sitting in his backyard. Brian yeah, it's like Brian. <laughs> I'm Roman Reigns. Yeah, this is my backyard. I—I I, I bought this yard yeah. thinking I didn't need to put all this extra money in it, and now I have to tear all this up and hedge all these. Uh, Undertaker left him a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> He deserved it for that botched tombstone, though. Yeah, Undertaker, that property value's going down, Robin. I got to get out of here. A bunch of, bunch of corpses buried in the, in, in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, just wait till it rains. Good luck with the oh. 30 tombstones in the back, buddy. Yeah, just, say, just say wait till it rains. Yeah. Oh. You can see the tops of the oh. dog. peeking through the grass. That oh, rains. Somebody goes past and gives a drive-by appraisal. Get it? <laughs> Roman Reigns update sponsored by Kemlon says Billy. He can have the he can have Seamus be the Scots lawn turf guy come over his house. <laughs> He's Irish. Wow, that's the closest <laughs> we're gonna get. Hey, wait, actually, uh, uh, Eric Rowan's back. Yeah, there you go. He needs to give him a new gimmick. There you go. He could be the he could be the exterminator with the gas mask on, <laughs> just like the working man. Wasn't he like a what was he before? He had like a. Was the um when he first turned he face before he had like a occupation back then I can't remember he was what it was. He's a janitor, wasn't he? No, it was something like a vintner. He's a vintner. A what? A what? Oh, the wine guy. Yeah, yeah, that's what he was. He's a wine yeah. connoisseur or something like that. I'm, that's, Eric that's Rowan. 100% Eric the vintage red. <laughs> that was a real that. thing. Like, was that, like, that, was that like an NXT thing? No, no that was like main roster. Yeah. The Wine family first broke up, and Are they kind of like. Gave him like an occupation. He was a fitner. Sure, that wasn't Sandow. No, that was. Are you, are you sure that wasn't a fever dream? <laughs> then he had a Rubik's cube for a while. Look it up right now on yeah. the computer. Eric yeah, Rowan yeah, because they, they did the weird like he's smart Rubik's cube thing, and it was kind of interesting yeah. for a little bit. So like like he was yeah, he, that was that was a fun a time. Bit. It was made him like an idiot savant, something like that. It was weird. Yeah, but he's part of that. Was like he was a fitner too. All right, back around, back around. Who, who, would, who would you like to see change? I don't think we've gone that that off track on the big question for a while. Who, who, what's one more movie you guys would like to see uh, that you didn't see out of these last two Are days? we doing an additional one or in place of? Additional. Additional. If you have one more move you'd like to make. Leaving yeah. everything else the way it is? Yes. Okay. Um, hmm. I got one. Go ahead. Yeah. I do too. Uh, I will go with DIY, DIY to SmackDown. Okay. All right. I like that. I like, I like it. That. I like it. It's a nice move. I got I like one. It. Go ahead, Bobby. Or, Bobby. Did, did you, you want to say more on that? Uh, 
Oh no, I'm just. I think it'd be a good fit for them. I mean, they, they deserve to call up. They've done. I think everything they could possibly do in NXT, unless they're going to give them another match with the Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. I don't see that. So they, if they brought good matches out of the Authors of Pain they, multiple times. They have, and uh, but how many more can you have before people kind of get tired of it? So yeah. I think it's about time. Let's take. I mean, I don't know if they're going to put them in a cruiserweight division. I like them as a tag team. I think SmackDown would be a good place for them. Uh, can you imagine, like I said, Alpha, New Day, DIY. Uh, Usos. I mean, that's a, that's a great four tag teams right there. I like I like to see on a regular basis. So, so I got one, and I think I mentioned this. I might mention this last night at some point, um, but on the raw wrap up. But uh, I, and, and, and we, I think we we're kind of alluding to either either New Day or Enzo and Cass needed to come over. They can be separated. Like there's too many, too, like two groups that were too strong. On, you know, for talking segments every week, right? Um, and I know New Day came. But I still love the idea of Enzo and Cass being on the same te- same show as Carmella. Yeah, to keep an eye on Ellsworth. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like you do that. Ellsworth's out of a job. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Or, no, or maybe just this could, awkward thing. No, they, they can't even make it an awkward thing. Like they just kill off that storyline. It just it just we it kick that. him in the face and that's it. Yeah, no really, that's what it is. It's the yeah. same it's the equivalent of Big Show coming out and giving Kurt Hawkins a knockout punch and then walking away. I want to we think about this. That was sad. Ellsworth yeah. and this is it's a side, but Ellsworth is in a Snickers commercial and had a WrestleMania walkout. Mhm. He's living a dream. Living a dream. Give me dream. Yep. He's already like Jimmy tenfold dream. above uh well, what the hell? Sparklers. Gilbert? Gilbert. Thank you. I don't know why Oh, was... Gilbert will also be an Altoona on that show. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yes, he is. So, now we have to get him on Altoona. Now, now we have to, right? I mean, uh, can, we get, can we get an interview with Gilbert? Get a My GoFundMe God. going. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. I don't think we have to pay for that autograph. Um, anyways. Uh, I got one. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bobby, sorry. Um, I would move Cesaro by himself to SmackDown. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Yes, no. yes, oh, yes. yes. No. Hear me out. Cesaro, they are great. They're great. I, I will admit that. But Cesaro is so much better than just a tag team wrestler. Of course, but he but he makes badass tag teams out of anybody. Yeah, he does. He does. So. But but I think he has like SmackDown has the the more room at the top. Okay, than Ben right. Raw does. Yeah, he could he could have some fun up there with, between I mean, Owens he AJ. Beat Randy Orton, he beat Randy Orton in a singles match before. My God, a main event on SmackDown coincidentally a main event match with Cesaro and AJ. Yes, Nakamura. Mm. Ah, Kevin yeah. Owens again. By the way, thank you whoever uh, was on the Mayhem Show account tonight and shared uh, since uh, Sami Zayn and, and Daniel Bryan are on the same show now, uh, them doing the original hug off in Ring of Honor. Mm. The original hug it out. It's worth it. It's about like five minutes and it's fantastic. Um, also, uh, Chance and Ring of Honor back then were really complicated. Yeah. Yeah, they, they like really complicated. Like, they, it was like a paragraph. It was weird. They went through a time where they they really got into chance. Yeah, yeah, they really love their chance. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's a swear word in it. There was a swear word yeah. in it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, who hasn't gone yet? I don't think either of you have, right? No. 
right. I'm I'm gonna wait. Wait. I'm 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 conflicted. I have you're conflicted. I, I all right, go. all right. What about you? I, I can't think of anybody really. All right, let me let me I see. Honestly, this. I, as I as I look at the roster now, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really don't see anybody I'd like to to move. I just uh, I don't I don't know. You're just gonna know. take a hold then. I, uh, may, you know what? Let's just uh, let's swap out Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle. Oh, wow. oh. <laughs> that was wow. What about talking smack, though? That's it. That's yeah. the only thing. Daniel I would... Bryan is awesome on talking smack. Yeah. Kurt Angle would be awesome on talking smack. Raw talk get, would be great. Got to get Daniel Bryan over on Raw talk. They don't do Raw talk enough, though. They do it like once every blue moon. Because raw. they don't have Daniel yeah. Bryan. Because they don't have it named yeah. Raw Doggin. <laughs> every 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 t- every time they try to do raw talk, they have the king on there, and then they just they decide it's a bad idea, and they have to wait two months for it to blow over. <laughs> they try. It's like it's like it's that thing where like, why don't we do this again? Here, king, let's go ahead and do this. Oh, and then they forget by the time yeah, the next pay per view. Like, I don't know why we haven't done this so long. But it's like just hey, let's get king in here. Now I think oh, think yeah. of that Shane McMahon, Kurt Angle together, mm-hmm. and then Daniel Bryan and Stephanie. Angle, Angle, and Shane, who have history. history. You don't know. And then Daniel Bryan, of course, has history. I'm going to disagree because I want to see where this Angle thing goes with working with Stephanie and oh, I, I do too, butting heads and stuff. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you can't remember, do that. You can't do that with Brian because he's broken. Remember, Angle and Steph and Triple H had that love triangle back in 2000. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this could be that awkward. Is- and uh, him and Joe have history, and Joe's yeah. the the Triple H hitman. So I would have liked to see more of that last on but, Monday. But that love triangle, though, <laughs> I can't really put no this love triangle. When, when Kurt, maybe when more Kurt Angle kissed Steph when she was unconscious, and <laughs> maybe I move more. Maybe I move Mark Henry to SmackDown. Mark Henry to SmackDown. Yeah, that's it. Mark Henry to SmackDown. That's my move. That's your move. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's All right, if he's move. moving Mark Henry to SmackDown, I'm moving the Fashion Police to Raw. Ooh, I like go. that. I actually like that. I'm, I'm I have no reason whatsoever for doing that. I just couldn't think of anything. I'm pretty happy with the way they yeah they swap well, things. What so was far. that, Vaughn? Since Kane is, in, is, a, is a politician, I'm moving Kane to the White House. Okay. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, hey. Why not? No, the it's wrong for show. Another WWE Hall of Famer. That's our that's our political mayhem oh, show. We haven't that's watched true. that yet, Vaughn. Um, by the way, side note, thank you, Brandon, for sharing, because he said something about the commercial was released for Kane's mayoral uh, campaign, and then he sent it to me, and I was so happy. <laughs> it's just him standing, like, like I don't know, by a bench or something, talking, like, tell, you know, giving his his views on the great, how great the country is and how great our small town is. I'm just like, wow. This was it better than Rhino's? With, commercial no, no, no. with Kurt Angle. It was just him standing there talking and kept cutting from wide to close. Um, and and he did make mention about that he has traveled the world. Mysteriously, the background and, was red. Mysteriously, <laughs> yes. Um, Houses are burning. Children are screaming. And he, he said, elect, may, elect me on May 19th. <laughs> his, his logo is red. It has flames He's, in it. His logo has a flame in it. He says contradiction. His logo really does have a flame in it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, and it's like, and, it, and the colors are red and black. It's is like, this slogan through Hellfire and Brimstone? <laughs> Maybe he's such a contradiction, though. You know, it's like you got this demon character 
who's been giving children nightmares for the better part of 20 years <laughs> as a conservative mayor in the middle of a Bible Belt. Is he conservative? I oh, was, yeah. I, I thought he was libertarian. He's libertarian. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, is he running as libertarian? Probably. I, think he's, I, I, I don't think he's conservative. I don't think he's a Republican. Well, regard, okay, regardless, he's in the middle of the Bible Belt. And his past 20 years, he's been a demon. <laughs> Dang. Shooting twenty foot fireballs into the air. Yeah. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Nobody's gonna bring this up, you know. Um I wanna see his, his opponent. Do you really I can see the smear the smear ads now. Like, do you really want to let the man who set people on fire? Oh, yeah. I know. They're yeah, you know, okay with that. They're gonna they're Kane. gonna play the clip where he gets he first gets demasked. Right. Kane. <laughs> terrible for ter- Kane, terrible for Tennessee. <laughs> Terrible for our children because he'll set them on fire. Also, bring up Katie Vick. also not a great dentist. No. <laughs> Can you imagine debating him? He was an awful commissioner too. Just more choke slams. Yeah. Choke slams everywhere. Yeah. He was a terrible commissioner. He's a terrible. What was he? What was he as corporate came? What was his position? It was a chief. It was a chief of staff. It was like. So something, no, something like really long. Director of operations. Yeah. Director of yeah. operations. Yeah. yeah. He has no political experience. He only he's only a director of operations in WWE. He wasn't even an executive. Okay, this is a really bad tangent. <laughs> I can see the, the smear ads now. It's we, gonna be hilarious. We could, we could go an hour on this one. <laughs> I could see his comebacks. Like, well, I've been through a lot of adversity. Look where I'm at now. <laughs> Have you been buried alive? I have. Yeah. I had problems getting along with an individual. I saw a therapist about it, and we and we we persevered. I, I, puts that I, no, long, on it, right? I no longer sleep in fam- caskets. Yeah. Had some family strife, you know, family squabbles. I've yeah. overcome a speech impediment. I've, I've made up with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I no longer use a speaking spell to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've become friends with a wide array of diversive partners. <laughs> RVD, the Xbox, to, <laughs> to that hippie Daniel Bryan. With, if I can work with RVD, I can work with anyone. Yeah, seriously. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to pull up the commercial here. <laughs> it's not working. You haven't you haven't uh, made your pick yet. Uh, no, I did. Uh, Enzo and Cass. Oh, that's right. To You're come right. over and, and that whole thing with Ellsworth. Okay. That, that was that other tangent that we did. Um, <laughs> I think it's it's three and Enzo. Uh, uh, Billy wanted Enzo and Cass and uh, American Alpha to swap, uh, so we'd have uh, American Al- Al- Alpha versus Gallows and Anderson. Um, and a good point that uh, think- Gallows and Anderson uh, can form a club on either show. Yeah. So between uh, Balor, I think you need American Alpha and r- the revival to rekindle American Alpha. Yes. I think they. I think that's the spark they're missing. That could be a lot of fun. That could absolutely be a lot yeah. of fun. I, I'm liking what they're doing with the Usos right now. But yeah, yeah. The Usos. They, I mean, they have lot. chemistry, but nothing like the revival in them had. Yeah, I'll I tell you what, though, those guys. You know, the, the fans when they come out, the fans aren't really buying into the entrances and to the beginning of the match. But they always find a way to get those fans engaged by the end, man. And that's that's good work. That's that's a sign of that. You know, those guys can really go in there when when like I said, when they come out, it's kind of silent. But by the end of that match, the fans are into it. So kudos to both of them. And it shows SmackDown. You got to use these guys. You got to give these guys something more than just. It's nice to have great matches. That's that's always nice. But you got to give them some more than that too. To you know, give them to, to help them get over more. Yeah, they were over. You got to give them something personal to latch on to, almost. Yeah. Like a little little spark there. Uh, push somebody's wife in front of a bus or something. Really get. What? <laughs> You'd watch that. Yeah, well, I would watch that. Didn't that happen oh, God, movie? is Roman Reigns married? 
Uh, yeah, I think yeah, so. Oh, no. He has a kid and everything, oh. so... Hey, we're going to know what Stroman's happens. Stroman's beef is only with Reigns. Yeah, but Reigns is out of commission now, I'm so... I'm not done with you, Roman. <laughs> we're going to have a hospital. I'm not done! It's, it's going to be like McMahon in the bedpan all over again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if he throws Roman off a bridge, I will be happy. Thank, thank you, Bobby. Thank you. Um, and randomly, I, I'm sorry, I just came across the thing from earlier where uh, uh, Kevin Owens uh, finally got him hired a driver, and it's his son mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. At, at the amusement park. So sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, so so it was. Uh, let us know your answer to the big question. WMS big question hashtag on um, on Twitter as well, or comments wherever you may find this. Uh, so it was a pretty big weekend. You might have seen the news um, that the Hardys have uh, the, did an indie this weekend. With the raw what? tag titles, <laughs> so uh, so of course that a poster that's been displayed behind you there, you there for the last couple of weeks, Night of the Superstars six, uh, and, and the dogs mad, dogs mad now, uh, but uh, but the Hardys have been on there and they've been booked on there for a while, right? Uh, there's been promos. Hell, the promos that are on IWC's uh, YouTube page are with the TNA tag titles. So <laughs> oh, originally the TNA did they, they do two? They might have had another. Did they? There was a second one with ROH. Yeah. Oh, that's they, amazing. No, because the one the one I saw, they had a ROH and another title. Oh, there was some no. other title. Oh, those are the Bucks titles. Was that who, who still, it was? Still three different yeah. titles, though. That's crazy. Yeah, the Young Bucks had their own like super kick titles. I think. So, so, so the, they okay. stole them. So they did a promo, like we've seen, like like the, they they did with the Young Bucks, where they showed up and they were on the screen, and we did, they did the same thing at IWC, and, and they kind of challenged the the fraternity as uh you know in their their title domination uh, situation. Uh, then they had the Ring of Honor t- titles, and then presumably I think had a video with that, uh, and then they showed up. Um, in front of about over 1,500 people, largest number that come to an IWC show uh, in Meadville uh, with the Raw Tag Team titles. And here's a little bit of footage. If you go to IWC's um, uh, YouTube page, uh, there's a video up there that has... Uh, this number can't be right. Oh, this is a different one. Uh, but there, there's... Uh, apparently, there's a, a different cut of this. But uh, there, the one video has about a half a million views, and it's them in the fraternity... Uh, they were not allowed to wrestle, unfortunately. Uh, but they actually weren't on the show for a little bit either. Uh, they had a few indie bookings, this, a couple hard, House of Hardcores. I think Progress Wrestling they were also a part of. And uh, and uh, they weren't going to be on the shows as of about the middle of the week um, last week. And uh, so props to Jenny Plummer, uh, one of the co-owners of International Wrestling Cartel, apparently emailing every – I talked to her uh, Friday night. Uh, after after another show in Wheeling, and uh, she apparently emailed like every corporate contact she could find at WWE, hmm. and wow. uh, to get get them to, to come again. This was a charity event for a high school uh, up up there in Meadville, PA, um, kind of north north uh, northwest here, uh, north of the city here in Pittsburgh. And uh, the Hardys were allowed to come, sold out the meet and greet, which I think was about 550 people for the meet and greet alone. It was crazy. Again, raw tag titles, uh, as we said, and and uh, it was it was it saw some of the comments about how how the indie title looks looks next to the raw titles. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, which in person the, those titles look pretty good, I think. But yeah. again, they do kind of look like cardboard next to the raw titles. Uh, right. But uh, but still, uh, it was a really cool moment and everybody was going nuts for it that was one of the 
few things. I, I was doing some stuff uh, backstage throughout the night, but that was one of the things I stuck up for to witness, and that crowd was absolutely insane. Um, and, and again, they're going to be uh, uh, around. I don't, who knows if they're going to have the Raw titles going forward you know, for these other events or anything like this, uh, but a pretty monumental thing. And this is not the first time that both Matt Hardy and IWC, well, that Matt Hardy has been IWC when he was re-signed with WWE. Yeah. Because he also had a first ever meeting with AJ Styles, uh, a young babyface uh, AJ Styles, who was yeah. really big at TNA at the time, um, in 2005 when he was re-signed after, you know, when he was let go after the Edge and Lita thing. And they were doing the thing where he was running in and, and, and you know, you know, doing the, the, the Hardy will never die uh, yeah. a, a thing. Uh, so no stranger to that situation, but what a strange, you know, again, talking to Justin and Jenny, you know, over the last, the last couple of days and just the roller coaster they've been on, you know, again, something that's been booked since January, yeah. February, maybe. Um, so it pretty incredible to see kind of what it kind of became, uh, in front of, in front of this crowd, uh, here. I might have lost our, our remote people, so I must have got really quiet. But um, <laughs> but no, really crazy. Uh, again, the the segments on there, uh, the videos on there, um, you know, uh, and really incredible that the, that the, that that this turned out the way it did. And again, another great show had Ricky Dragon Steamboat had had uh, uh, Mr. Anderson had Ryback on it, who were all really great to work with uh, for the weekend for the couple couple of those people on a couple of the shows. Uh, between Friday and Saturday, um, and and one of the definitely one of the biggest weekends for IWC, yeah, like big time. Um, they we watched their YouTube double in subscribers in the week. So, um, so it, I don't know. It's really, you know, we we've seen this where you know usually NXT, of course, right, right, where somebody comes over and they they fulfill things. I there was there was rumors of when uh, there was, there was or reports or something when Mickey James got signed, uh, Magnus fulfilled all of her dates. Yeah, you know <laughs> things like that. You know, so um, who Magnus was sitting there at the Hall of Fame. So I won't point that out. So maybe we'll see him pop up somewhere too. Um, but no, it, it's it's just crazy how how far they've gone in like since the beginning of the year. Right. You know, and talking about after WrestleMania, like they're like, yeah, we're like 40 years old and jumping off of ladders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jeff was saying that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just looking at the WWE landscape over the years, like mm-hmm. AJ Styles is in WWE, Samoa Joe's in WWE, the Hardy Nakamura is in WWE. Nakamura is there. Like, That's probably the craziest thing of all. Cause Kevin Owens at least is there. Like, Styles and Joe are from the States. Nakamura is all from the other side of the world. Yeah. <laughs> in, yeah. In WWE. And just think of all that, all that stuff we saw, Styles and Joe and all those guys before, like Christopher Daniels and stuff. We thought that was their heyday back like when they were on TNA. Like, oh, these guys are, you know, they're hitting their prime. I, don't, I doubt we'll ever see them mm-hmm. do anything with the, with the big WWE, but, you know, here For here a long time, they weren't the kind of guys you that you saw in WWE. Like, they, no. they didn't bring guys like that to WWE, and that's obviously changed. Yeah. So... Yeah, and then like uh, Nakamura, that's mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Hideo Itami, mm-hmm. if he ever, you know, doesn't hurt himself. <laughs> He's injured again, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, unfortunately, He's made a class. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, just can't adjust. Maybe that diet. Maybe it's too much McDonald's over here for him. Yeah. Or the style's too weird for him. If yeah. he's used to wrestling a different style, or maybe he's working too hard. Maybe he's feeling the pressure. Keep watching. Keep watching. 
That's all I'm going to say. What? What? Why? Do you know something, Bobby? NXT. Spoilers. Oh. Uh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. keep watching. <clears throat> oh. Um, before, so he, may, he may or may not have come back recently. Mm-hmm. Can't confirm or deny that, though. You don't want to spoil anybody. Right. Well, <laughs> all right. I, I wish the best. Like. <laughs> I, I think 205 is still going to be your number one for the midweek war, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was a good 205. It was a good 205. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really good. <laughs> It's been a fight uh, on a midweek war. It's, yeah. been, it's been a pretty big fight between like like man, I'm going to go with this one, but man, it's a close one, you know. Um, like the, the 205 has been hitting on all center, cylinders lately. I think as far as the matches, <laughs> some of the stories are weird, but the matches have been tremendous. The matches were really we good this week, off. and it was entertaining. Is it okay? It was really entertaining. Um. Oh, and then another mention. Sorry, but uh, one thing I forgot to mention on the Hardys thing. We did. I did have a conversation with the Hardys. We did not do an interview. Uh, obviously, not allowed to be part of WWE. There is a certain T-shirt that was mentioned, Uh-oh. and I will I will uh, share that conversation that I had and that experience on uh, Midweek War Impact, uh, the Impact uh, Midweek War that we film on uh, Thursday nights. Uh, so. Tune in for that. Keep an eye for that on the YouTube Live for Wrestling Mayhem Show. And, of course, that will be in your uh, Wrestling Mayhem Show super feed and the Midweek War feed on iTunes and everything on uh, probably by Friday morning. So, uh, Weren't you going to mention something about the Mayhem Mania that happened with IWC? Oh, this is the other thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going right back to it. Uh, so so I believe uh, Jackson Argos, friend of the show Jackson Argos, 2016 IWC Rookie of the Year Jackson Argos, Landstorm trainee Jackson Argos. I think if I miss something, he'll yell Canada at me on dry, Twitter. Jackson yeah. Argos. What's that? Canada Dry, Canada Argos. Dry, Jackson Argos, of hero, course. Hero of Wheeling. Hero of Wheeling, West Virginia. Well, also also Keith Hodd is, so there's that. Um, it was, well, he, he removed – hold on. My my thing went away. Uh, he re- there we go. Now we can go back. I was stuck on Larry. Um, we, we he he removed Ryback from our Mayhem Mania listings. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, that was his call. Well, guess who got Ryback's finisher on Saturday <laughs> night, Mister <laughs> Jackson Argos. So it comes full circle. Circle. So Ryback, we know you listen to the show now. Uh, Busted, buddy. <laughs> Gotcha. Even though you want to interv- do an interview, and maybe we know why now. Uh, but uh, yes, that that was an interesting thing that went full circle. So, so to say that there's no implications to the mayhem mania, uh, ask Jackson. So, um, yeah, uh, good point in there, Brandon. Did you hear the crowd during Nakamura? Hey, if anybody was worried yeah. about Nakamura yeah. not translating to the main audience, oh my god, I think we're okay. I, I, you know, what? I, I hope they put him over. Like really soon, like all the way to the top. He needs well, to be are. main eventing really soon. I, I, he hasn't even wrestled yet. He, yeah, he, he's going to be the one of the top guys on SmackDown. He I, has I'm to be. almost certain of it. He, he can't. No way they, he can't not be. Yeah. Right. The, you look at the landscape of SmackDown. It's clear that they're going to. They got plans for him. There's a reason why he's on SmackDown. So he, they can make him a guy, a top guy on that show. You know, Raw. That's 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 Roman Reigns' playground. It's Finn Balor's playground, Brock Lesnar, even Braun Strowman to a certain extent. But SmackDown's going to be Nakamura and AJ Styles' house, and Kevin yeah. Owens too. Man, it's got to be like SummerSlam or Mania. It's got to be Nakamura and AJ again. I was I was so happy when he came out and interrupted Dolph this 
uh, today. Yes. He, he made Dolph Ziggler relevant again. Yeah, so, the yes. One, the one thing I was kind of disappointed, though, was they kind of left it at a cliffhanger with The Miz. Because he came out for The Miz last week, and it was like, oh, Miz moved. Aww. Yeah. That was hilarious. But though. that can hang out there, and maybe they can come back together yeah. at some yeah. point, you know? Like, uh, that they can I'm be. Talking smack anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Kevin Owens. I can't wait for yeah, Nakamura on, on Talking Smack. They replaced him with Kevin Owens on Talking Smack. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, apparently. In the New Day. Jeez. Oh, jeez. The New Day's going to be on Talking Smack. Oh, jeez. Yes. Biggie, Biggie already said that they're going to let him. He's, he's going to try to get some expletives on, on Talking Smack now. Yeah. <laughs> Say that on Twitter. There you go. And with Nakamura, like, yeah, with Nakamura, that shows you how important NXT is because mm-hmm. he doesn't get anywhere near that fan support if he's not on NXT. Right. It's got, it got the build up. He's already getting that reaction in front of fifteen hundred yeah. people at WrestleMania. Now, even your common people or are getting WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I would take. I'd love to take a poll. How many people do you think go to a SmackDown and Raw have the WWE Network? Yeah, fifty percent more. More. Probably, Maybe. yeah, sixty-five. I'm gonna say, you, you, if you have money to go get the ticket for for yeah. for a WWE show, you're yeah. spending nine ninety-nine. You're you're nine ninety-nine is a drop in the bucket. And if yeah. you have kids, yeah. you have the network. Yeah, it was, it's the easiest. Yeah. It's easy if you have kids that are wrestling fans. You have the network. Yeah, you know, it, it, God, it's it, it's so much different than like begging dad to pay thirty-five dollars, fifty dollars for, for a pay-per-view every yeah. month. I rewatched yeah. the uh, Stone Cold podcast with vince mcmahon and they're saying that back when they filmed that mm-hmm. the network had a 97 percent approval rating mm-hmm. like when now that, that was when they were like pushing it like not every time it would like the they would cut to announcers they were talking 999 right, 999 right. yeah like house and, shows and they hey, had some, the some technical hiccups but everybody does everybody yeah. does drug tv now is having technical hiccups when they came up you know oh and now they've. And now they've, that's me. Yep, yep. I'm gonna mute my microphone. Here. Uh, Vaughn's got Vaughn's on call. Yeah. Vaughn's on call. He's gotta go save the world. And now they've <laughs> built they've built NXT 205 live. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, so you expect the, uh, the table talks, mm-hmm. and the, they can check that out. Like you can check it out at your leisure. We're gonna have the UK show pretty soon as a monthly yeah. special, and mm-hmm. then and the Cruiserweight Classic and the, the women's tournaments coming up. Yeah. Also, think this way too. Um, Netflix thrives on, you know, why do we have a million Adam Sandler movies on Netflix? It seems like, who's watching Adam Sandler anymore? Well, turns out a lot of people are watching Adam Sandler on Netflix and they know that, right? So they're like, well, let's just make some Adam Sandler movies. Bobby's not going to watch it, but there are people out there that do. I'm a closet Adam Adam Sandler fan. Uh, I'm really excited about that movie. I liked his early And when (laughs) you can watch it for Basically for free. Yeah. You're, if you're paying for Netflix, you you already have Netflix. But but now they know. Oh hey, uh, you know like hey, there's I I bet I I can I bet part of what they do for Hall of Fame, some play in there is like who's looking up old Rick Rude matches, Diamond Dallas Page matches, Rock and Roll Express matches. Well, you know what you I mean? See like, those collections come out as soon. They as have that data, right? It's like as soon as uh, Hall of Fame like t- season comes around, like you were seeing all these uh, Kurt Angle. There's a Kurt Angle collection, and you right, know, all these right. people. 
Well, they're, they're, re- they're resurfacing content, yeah, right? Yeah, but yeah. they also know, like, maybe, maybe <laughs> you know, something strange like, uh, you know, hey, let's help out a friend of the show, right? Uh, dive in there and look up every Zach Gowan match, you know? And maybe if enough people do that, they'll, like, call him up and rehire him on a Legends contract or something and do a documentary about him. You know, I mean, yeah. like, like that—that's yeah. They have to have an analytics guy looking at Bangalore. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Hey, absolutely. We should probably skew. Maybe we should. Looks like we yeah, might want to do another WWE Classic night. Yeah, where they have the old the old ring apron and the old logo, and which stuff. is confusing. Not to go back to JBL intentionally, but like they canceled his show, and I thought that was one of the best shows on there. Oh yeah, loved it. You know, loved it. And I mean, granted, they were. I like- Recycling old yeah, interviews, like, basically, with other people that you mm-hmm. see on like some of the other programs. But was that fun? So I liked the, the JBL JBL show. Uh, I liked one thing I like that they don't do anymore is the uh, Legends of Wrestling Roundtable, which I mm-hmm. hope they bring back since they got JR back. I, I love those. They're still on the network, but they're like four or five years old now. I mean, but those things are great, and they got a whole bunch of people they can bring on there. I mean, they had like Mick Foley and Taz on there before, but now you can bring uh, Kurt Angle and you can bring in uh, DDP on there. I know he probably talked the whole time. I, I know that's sort of like table for three, yeah. but I think that uh, the Legends of Wrestling Roundtable was longer and then they got more in-depth in their conversations. And I, like I said, I loved them. I, I used to watch those things. Every time they brought a new one, like the 24-7, the old 24-7 subscription channel they had or if somebody uploaded one illegally on YouTube, I would check them out there too. But yeah. uh, I think they should bring those back too. Well, they did the uh, roundtable with ECW. Like they brought in like uh, Paul Heyman and the Dudleys, and I, they even brought they dug Taz up out of his podcast yeah. out of TNA. Yeah, <laughs> out of yeah. Uh, oh wait, are you thinking of, like the ECW uncensored thing they did recently? Or yeah, it was yeah. just like there is, but it was basically just a roundtable where they're just like telling old ECW stories. Yeah, you yeah. Know? You should do it with other things though. I'm kind of tired of hearing about ECW stories. It's the same sto- the well, yeah. stories. Yeah, I mean it's the same with the click. Yeah, it's like they, they yeah, and the Monday Night Wars and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I want I want them to like dive into like. Don't tell me about Taz anymore. Don't tell me about Sabu. Don't tell me the the the, the Dudley boys. Tell me about the little known weird things about ECW. You know what I mean? It's like 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 they, they, they like watch some of the old Extreme TV and you'll see some characters that you never freaking heard of. Right. I think yeah. everybody needs to hear about when Kimono Wanalea danced to top the ECW arena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think with Jr. back, they're getting a they, lot of cool stuff. The oh. go, go ahead, Bobby. Uh, they got a whole bunch of uh, table for threes at WrestleMania weekend. I think. Yeah, I think that's when they usually yeah. record those. They got they got one apparently with a uh, who is it? Cornette, Bischoff, and Michael Hayes. Jeez. Oh my god! Jeez. Oh. Editing that has to go into that thing. Oh my god! It's an hour, right? It's an hour, right? It's got to be. They're half hours. Like 30, shows. 35 minutes usually. Right. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, that one's an hour, right? That one's an hour, right? <laughs> that one's got to be a three-part special. It's five hours. It's got to be. They get an Jeez. hour each. It's also probably the most. <laughs> that one got its own 24 special. <laughs> Behind the scenes on table for three. How do we make sure, that would we make sure the explanatives stayed low and they didn't kill each other, right? You know, Eli I Samson just walks in the background. Of it. <laughs> 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 Steals a French oh, fry and walks off. <laughs> just, just like the background of the JBL Legends interviews. Like, can we just impose him? Yeah. 
you know, throughout, you know, Drift, yeah, yeah. Drifting through. Out of the drifting table. through. Oh, I know we're going back to this idea, but it's time. All right, it's full time circle. to go. Full circle. Show's full circle. Full circle now. For, yeah, exactly. That means it's time to go. Guys, what did you learn from wrestling this week? Other than the drifter should be everywhere. Let's just disqualify that right now. So I think all of us could say that. What'd you learn? Oh, boy. I, I, I learned that if you're going to have a, if you're going to do a, a, a shake-up and not a draft, you got to do something a little better than just winging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have a, I mean, just like sports do, free agency signings or trade deadline deals. All you had to do is just say, hey, this week everybody's up for grabs. There's a deadline. There's negotiations happening. And then, then you can, they could have done exactly what they did, but they really kind of just left it up in the air. Mm-hmm. As a sports fan, and you know, I followed trade deadlines and stuff. I was expecting kind of that kind of thing. Did that before? Shane mentioned yeah. trade or like a free agent signing tonight when they mentioned Charlotte and Tamina. Yeah, they had mentioned even I think he mentioned a trade before too. But yeah. it's it has to be more centralized, better. It has to just I, I don't know me me the execution of the actual superstar shakeup graphics and stuff were were terrible the result the result was good the result was fine but the the execution the way we got there was not it was like a bad oregon trail game the end was great we made it to the coast did someone die dysentery on the way to the the superstar shakeup yeah i think byron saxton (laughs) he was running off somewhere when they pulled him david atunga this week yeah maybe he died of dysentery he's got pepperoni on his tombstone what? <laughs> <laughs> That'll be. Oh, holy crap. I, I I agree with you. I think WWE could have done a better job of explaining, getting more into details about the calling it something different. Superstar shakeup just sounds kind of weird. Like yeah. you, I, like you like you said a trade deadline. If they called this a the, the trade deadline and say, hey, it's at you know at, you know whatever o'clock Monday or Tuesday. Here's a trade deadline. It is what. You can see they should have had like Daniel Bryan and Kurt Angle sitting sitting in a room negotiating and talking yeah. to each other. They didn't have to show what say what the uh, like. We didn't have to hear what they were even saying. Just them sitting there talking about stuff, and we could just you know use our yeah. imagination as to what they were saying. Just like an uh, open season, just, open negotiations, open season. Right, like yeah. like like was it in um is it like soccer? They have like the transfer window or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what they could do. Yeah, uh, and like the Euro- European soccer, so that's that's a big deal in European soccer. Where they had the transfer windows open and stuff like that. So, uh, with superstar shakeup, this sounds weird. It sounds like something WWE would come up with, and they didn't really do a great job of explaining why certain moves are made. That's why I'm, I'm kind of interested in watching Talking Smack after we're done here because I want to see what Daniel Bryan says about how the moves were made or why or some type of logic behind the moves. As far as we know, there was no logic. It was just like, oh, there's Dean Ambrose, there's the Miz. It was WWE's yeah. etch sketch. They just, <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah. like they took like, like deck, deck of cards and just play fifty two pick up with the cards and whatever cards you picked up was the guys you got and that was it. And yeah. so I think it all worked out. I mean, I think I don't think it really have a, an issue with any of the moves that they were made. I think it was necessary to kind of shake up the rosters, mm-hmm. uh, but just like you said, the way they got there was kind of kind of wonky to me. Uh, something I learned: uh, just people, just relax, people, and stop thinking. SmackDown is going to get screwed at every turn when it comes to the uh, to the brand extension. I think this, this the first time around that did happen a couple times. 
I was reminded of, I think it was the 2004 lottery when they made a trade where I think Triple H got drafted to SmackDown and then Raw made a trade was like Booker T and Dudley Boys for Triple H. I was like, in 2004, was that a fair trade? I don't think so. But uh, <laughs> to, today, SmackDown is a higher, a, a higher priority because of USA Network and NBC Universal being their television partner and they wanted a piece of the television partner. They're paying them like, what, $150 million or whatever it is. Uh, for that television partnership. Also, they got a deep roster. They got a really deep roster. So, you know, you might have Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins on Raw and Dean Ambrose, but you on SmackDown, like you said, we got, we got the Miz, not the Miz, they got Nakamura, they got Styles, they got Owens, they got Orton, they got Ziggler, they got Luke Harper whenever he comes back. Who's that? John Cena's still there when he comes yeah, back. John Cena's still around, you know, and hanging out there in the ether somewhere. You got the Usos, you got Alpha, you got New Day. I mean, that's. That's a damn good roster right there. And who, no matter who's on SmackDown, you're probably going to see a better book show. They're probably put in a better light because SmackDown is typically the more consistently, in my opinion, consistently better show. Mm-hmm. So even if they, they had a, a lesser roster, they're probably going to be bigger stars by the time the next superstar shaker comes around, just like The Miz. You know, the Miz, I think, flourished on SmackDown because of how the show was formatted, how the show was booked, how he was booked. Uh, if he had stayed on Raw the whole time, he would have been on the, the A show, but who's to say he would have been an A talent on remember, the A show? Remember, nice. Sorg, you remember when the draft first happened, and and most of us were like, "Oh, SmackDown's gonna suck. It's it's just not gonna <laughs> be good. It's not gonna be good." And I said, "Just let them build new superstars." And yeah. what happened? They did. Like they reignited old superstars and made them relevant again. Yeah, so. And a weekly reminder, Bobby was right. I was right. I just Bobby was, was right. Well, which led to my thinking of like, hey, see who they got. And remember, they can build on what they get if it looks like they got a bad hit. Like, maybe Ginger Mahal, Mahal will matter in six months. Yeah. You God, don't know. Who, who would have saw that right. coming? He fought with the He's Gronk already doing better. Yeah. I mean, it's... Like, even starting at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was huge yeah. having him in like... Oh, yeah. In the last two people yeah. for the Battle Royal. Absolutely. I would have predicted him going out with him, like, in the middle of, like, one of those big fire drills where, you know, like, five or ten people. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I love, I love, so so the one move in the Battle Royal is the fire drill? Well, yeah. no, you know, it's like, quick, there's a fire, everybody get out of the ring. And, like, people are just getting thrown out left and right, and, like, you can't even keep track of it anymore. Yeah, we lose like, ten people on the commercial yeah. break. Yeah, it happens in like waves. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm, I'm partially I'm partially distracted because I'm reading um, Jacobs for Mayor dot com uh, information. Um, oh yeah, I'll, I'll tack on a little bit, but uh, you know, wrestling fans need to relax a little bit. Man, wrestling uh, people around wrestling events need to relax too. <laughs> I learned this weekend because I worked on two very different events between Friday and Saturday night. Although I guess Saturday night was kind of a big deal. Uh, so I, mean, I don't want to get too much in the details of that, but it was just interesting um, how opposite vibes, you know, a wrestling show with the same company can be. Um, and it's not, you know, the, on the company or anything, I think, of that. It's just kind of situations and everything. And both shows dealing with big names, because that yeah. can get stressful too. Yeah. You know, I mean, there have been some big names that have been on shows that have been like, man, I wish we didn't have that person. I don't give a crap what they did. You know, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it was it was kind of interesting to see that that little uh, difference between between those two shows, uh, uh, Friday and Saturday with IWC. 
Um, so that's what I got. Uh, Larry, what'd you learn? Um, I learned that I feel like Triple H's method of booking is slowly leaching into the main shows, you know, from the way they did things in NXT. And I, f- I feel like SmackDown, like these past nine months, has been kind of like a test. Mm-hmm. You know, like just like a trial run on how to book and build characters and everything. Like, and I'm hoping that it transfers over to Raw. And I think that's what this was, was like a hard reset on just like storylines and, you know, just mm-hmm. moving some of the characters that... It's a jumping on point, too. Yeah, they, they yeah. didn't get a chance They didn't get a chance to build over on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. There's more time on Raw to fill, and they might... I'm hoping move that like they're the way that they were booking on smackdown over to raw but mm. I, I could be wrong next week could completely suck we'll see we'll see, we'll see. you know i mean they're doing good so far i'm staying optimistic but i i feel like i feel like that the old way that they've been booking and it might just be because the roster is getting so much depth now mm-hmm. um but i i feel i feel like the the old like way that they've been like doing the booking and everything is kind of like slowly fading away Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's what I got. All right. Who, who hasn't gone yet? Is that, uh, I, I is got Bobby? Bobby? Uh, I learned two things this week. Uh, really brief, I learned that the Superstar Shakeup may have granted one of my uh, um, Mayhem Mania wishes with uh, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. If it happens. Well, I'm not so sure about that. I'm not. Yeah, it's still too early to tell. He just said he's going to watch them. No, I'm not so sure if it's going to be good. That's my only thing. I mean, I think it's going to be great. I, can't I, don't, wait. I don't. I don't. I hope they don't do the hocus pocus stuff with Finn Balor. I think that could hurt him. That's just yeah. me. It's a demon, though. Either that, or it brings it brings Bray Peter Wyatt Wolf. out better. It gets him away from hocus pocus things. Yeah. Finn seems um, darker coming back from his injury. You know, just his character. Mm, you know, a little bit. Like I don't know, he he's different. It, it's different than NXT or when it's he, just because he has more smoke. What's that? It's just because he has more smoke. I don't know. Maybe he's got that jacket. He, he, that, just, that, he, he just has that like quiet intensity now. You know. True. I don't know. True. They've also not put him on the Jitter mic like ever. Him in the face, though. <laughs> yeah. Did they? Oh. All right, guys. Yeah, I think. Oh wait. The, the, uh, the other thing I learned was uh, I. Desperately, desperately wanted during the the uh, greatest segment of all time, Braun Strowman uh, destroying Roman Reigns. I wanted them to put the uh, gurney on a slightly larger gurney and push it into the ambulance and then have Braun temp over the ambulance, then put the ambulance in, an, in a slightly larger ambulance. That's the way it seemed like it was going. It's like a Russian Kachina doll. Yes. <laughs> I just wanted it to happen so bad. But wow. Wow. I thought Weekend at Romans was an awesome segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Brandon says the crowd... Oh, no, no, I learned from Matt, apparently Ambrose and Renee got married. Yeah, I heard about he that. He threw up the hey, apparently picture when, Renee had a finger is, So did Ambrose. Yeah, apparently Ambrose was rocking a wedding ring. Oh, man. Match. Yeah, Ambrose was, too. Twitter to point that out, too. Wow. So who knows? I don't. I don't know. I don't think they said anything publicly. So who knows? But pure speculation. It might be on Talking Smack. And Brand saying apparently uh, Balor is injured again. Oh, what? What? No. You said that? Apparently, 
I think he got concussed uh, from Jinder Mahal just sucker punched him in the face. Because when he hit the it looked like he was knocked out when he got hit yeah. by Jinder Mahal. And I, I wanted to yell World Star when he got hit. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why Jinder is now on uh, SmackDown. Yeah, keep, keep him away from Finn Balor, bro, because he's going to yeah. kill him. <laughs> knocked him straight out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Oh, thank you did. so much. Vaughn Johnson, thank you so much for joining us once again. Where can people find what you're up to? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at Vaughn M. Johnson. Uh, you can always find my work on the Squared Circle blog on philly.com. I'm going to have a SmackDown recap. I'm going to have a breakdown, a separate breakdown of the whole superstar shakeup from WWE. Uh, you can find, uh, uh, yeah, Twitter, philly, uh, philly.com. Uh, I have my own podcast you guys can check out if you're interested, if you're so inclined, if you will, uh, on iTunes, on Spreaker, on Google Play, all that good stuff. It's called The Straight Shooters. Uh, you can find it on like regular internet on Wildfire Radio, but also on your mobile and, and tablet devices on, like I said, Google Play, iTunes, all that stuff. Straight Shooters with my main man, Pots and Pans, Nick McCone of Philly Voice and PhillyInfluencer.com. So we get together every Friday at 6 o'clock. You can listen to us live or you can listen you can listen to us live on Wildfire Radio or you can listen to us on the download on all those other platforms I mentioned. I don't, I'm not saying them again, but me and Nick McCone, we, we, we have a good time. We have fun and, uh, you know, not really – we kind of sometimes make it serious, but a lot of times we're just having fun and talking wrestling and laughing and joking and uh, and enjoying pro wrestling instead of talking about, oh, why don't they turn Roman Reigns heel? When they, why didn't they bring Seth Rollins back as a heel for the first time? Just beating those same dead horses over and over and over again. When are they going to really push Sami Zayn? Oh, my God. Who's hard is it? <laughs> right. Yeah, who's hard is it? You know? When is he going to get some foliage in that yard? Uh, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, instead of beating those same old dead horses, we don't review Raw, really. We don't review SmackDown because you probably, by Friday, by the time Friday rolls around, you've already heard that stuff already from these fine folks here at Wrestling Mayhem or any other platform, uh, any other podcast out there. So we kind of go off the beaten path a little bit. So say every Friday, 6 p.m., we record live and want to download, of course. And that's it. It's all of my plugs. There you go. I, I apologize. I forgot the M in your Twitter on your video feed. So please add the M. Hit that, that imposter of Owen Johnson out there. <laughs> there you go. We'll get you linked right in the show notes, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course, Bobby FJ Town on the Twitter is... Yo. Thank yeah. you. Chad the Shad on the Twitters. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, goodbye. So, goodbye. And, uh, remember, six years for Edge. Six years. Never forget. To the Never day. Forget. To the day. How Never about that? Radar. Radar. And... To the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> and Larry, mutilator Larry, that he doesn't use. Yeah. Welcome to the Slack guys, by the way. We, yeah. We, the, uh, yeah, that was that was a curveball. Chad, Chad, trying to figure that. I figured out. Chad and Larry are on the show like every week now. Is like, well, maybe should, they should be in the organization. For the show every week and get a heads up before they show up. So welcome We're in the loop now. Welcome to the Slack. I still welcome need to, to figure out how to put notifications on my phone. We'll, we'll, well, well, I will tech support you after this then. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for joining us at Sorgatron on the Twitter. Thank you for everybody jumping into the chat room, including Brandon, Tina, Eamon. Hi, Eamon. Uh, Matt, hey, Carlins, Billy Johnson, and the like. Thank you, Billy, again, for the Southpaw Regional Wrestling t-shirt that's proudly displayed here in the studio. Uh, and uh, everybody, check us out. We're here Tuesdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, if you want to be a part of this on the Facebook Live live.wrestlingmayhemshow.com check out our friends indywrestling.us slice on broadway.com and uh, of course Fight TV app link over on the Wrestling Mayhem Show thank you everybody for uh, hanging out with us uh, we'll see you guys next time Mayhem Show out Sweet.
This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.